Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. You're a cool dude, great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, you can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It's the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. This is now, what, the second formal episode, but my first with with my co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hey folks. And I'm pleased to say that you plan to be here going forward. Yeah, I think so. So um, if the previous episodes were far too cocked for you, far too beta. Uh, for me, I haven't seen. Uh, <laughs> well, I just mean, I just mean for the viewers, you know, if they, if they were turned off by that, we're here to fix that. But uh, sad to say, uh, I will have to cap it at a hard hour tonight. I'm kind of on a short time frame here. So Let's just hop right into it. We got people in the waiting list. Let's see what people have to say. So uh, I think the first up, and oh, I should say, real quick, the last couple shows have been kind of disorganized by my own admission. Like I haven't had a way to manage who was here first in the Discord app, which we use to have people call. If you're new to the show, you use the link in the description. You get into the Discord app, you get put in a waiting list, and then I move you in and out, and we, that's how we chat with people. And it wasn't very fair because I didn't know who was first. And it was kind of a mess. So what we're going to do now is when you click the link, you get into the Discord app, there's a, there's a text chat in there called Roll Call. So just put one comment in the Roll Call, and then I'll know who was here first, and I'll bring people in uh, in the order in which they appear. And I should mention too, patrons. Patrons are always prioritized. If you're a patron of mine, if you're a patron of Blondes, if you're a patron of our podcast, say the word top of the line front of the line, whatever. Um, but our first guest is actually a patron. And so that's why I want to bring him in. He mentioned, I hope he's ready to go, Nikolai, if you're ready to go, I'm going to bring you in here. But Nikolai, you mentioned you are slightly intoxicated. Ooh. So if you are good to go, can you hear us, Nikolai? Nikolai, I hear you. I see you lighten up. We don't hear you, bud. I'll leave him in for a second. Let's check out the roll call. And then we also take uh, questions from the chat as well. So try to go like caller, chat question, caller, chat question. Oh, Nikolai said, could anyone hear me? Uh, Not hearing Nikolai. Nope, sorry. So give him a, there you go. Speak up, Nikolai. You might have push to talk. I I don't know if that's. Can you hear me now? Yep, now I can. There you go. Oh, awesome. I, I've been trying to ask the people in the chat before, like, if they could hear me, but nobody's been replying. For some <laughs> people, it, it the push to talk, a talk is activated, um, which I thought I had deactivated. But for some people, if you're having trouble talking, you can, you can push to activate your mic, and then I think you have to hold it down, actually. So that's kind of inconvenient. But one of the many technical things we're always trying to work <laughs> out to make the show work. But, dude, happy to talk to you. Thank you for supporting our show. Um, What's on your mind? What do you got for us? Well, uh, firstly, uh, I always use pushy talk on any fucking voice client that I ever use because it's just so much more convenient. 
Secondly, um, this question actually been on my mind for a long time in terms of all the big YouTubers that I watch. And that's basically... Um, let me uh, try to see if I can phrase it correctly here, but... There is this anti-SJW side that's coming up, you know, as a basically big group of people. Which, mm -hmm. at this point, is starting to use the same tact. Some of them. I'm not saying all of them. Not even close to all of them. But some of them are attempting to use the same tactics as the, you know, as the SJW side does. Like, um, trying to get people fired from the jobs, etc. Um, what do you think about those kind of people? I mean, I would need to see an example. I, I haven't heard of that, to be honest. Um... Are you trying to say like bully, bullying from a job because the person in the job is a social justice warrior or? Basically, yes. The only places I've seen it so far, and I'm happy to have only been seeing this, has been mostly from comments and from small Facebook posts. But again, they don't have as much traction as the SJW side has mm -hmm. in terms of the amount of people they can get to harass and so on which I'm very happy for, but that there are people on that side actually trying to attempt to do those tactics, that kind of hurts my heart a little bit. Yeah, and I guess I guess we're having some technical issues. I guess Blonde can't hear you, so I apologize. It's okay, keep that, going, but. keep going. No, so he, he, his question was um, uh, basically, he, he, he has worry or he's observed instances where the anti-SJW crowd has employed or behaved with uh, SJW tactics, specifically like trying to get people fired or trying to bully people. Um, I mean, I think if there's anything that I despise about the quote unquote SJWs, it is exactly that. It is the, the our way or the highway bullying. And I wouldn't be in favor of people doing that in pursuit of any ideology. So I hope that's not the case. Uh, and for now, you know, the, at least in like universities and, and places where this is going on, the, the anti-SJWs aren't necessarily the ones in power at present. But uh, I mean, it, it sucks if it's happening. I don't want to see it happen anywhere by anyone to be able to f think and act and, and do whatever you want as long as you're not harming other people. Um, but uh, but that's a bummer if it's going on. Yeah, I only agree. I, I mean, I, I don't want to see that especially from the side I agree with, I would never want to see them employing, like, horrible tactics. I want to see, as you do, I guess, reasonable discussions, reasonable arguments, reasonable, like, talk about stuff in the end, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, that's, and that's the thing about the SJWs, too, and the, um, I mean, it's the bullying, but also in terms in terms of what you're talking about, which is the intellectual battle. You want to win on fair terms. You want to win because your argument is better. You want to win because the merits of your points are better. I don't want to win because I bullied someone into shutting up. And I, I hope nobody wants that. But, you know, that's silencing people is something a lot of people always want for whatever reason. I don't really get it, but it's the way it is. If I may, actually... Um... I've been at a festival here um, a couple of months back. Where are you from? Uh, Denmark. Uh, oh, very cool. My, my whole family's Danish. I've never been, though. I would love to go. <laughs> it's kind of a great country. Uh, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I've never been off this damn continent, so. 
<laughs> well, um, if I may, um, I'd actually like to uh, talk about a little um, story I have from uh, my festival experience here um, sure. this year. Well, um, I met these two girls. <laughs> uh, they were feminists from Norway. And I also met some people from Sweden, but um, let's not talk about those. Mm. These two girls were amazing, actually. They were both feminists. Um, so this is a thing for everybody who's listening. It, not all feminists are bad. We had so many great discussions, drunken discussions mostly, because it was a music festival and it's a nine-day festival. Everybody was drunk all the time. But god damn, I loved waking up because the first thing I did when I was woken up, uh, I woke up was because my buddy I was in camp with didn't want to do anything, so I went to them. And basically, we had great discussions about the fact about how you know females fit into the society, how males fit into the society, how there is dimorphism, um, mm -hmm. how we are basically human beings, how we have to respect each other. We disagreed on a lot of points, though, but it didn't mean we had to be enemies at all. Like, we, we did, I disagree with the fact that, you know, there should be, like, quotas. They thought there should be quotas and so on. Um, and I just want to kind of mention to also to your audience that disagreement is not necessarily bad. Oh, yeah, and I would hope so. I hope that's uh, not a controversial statement among among uh, our audience. Um, but, uh, and you still can't hear him, Blonde? No, I just, it just came through all clearly. I was, I was operating with like a three second delay. But so can I you, can you hear Nikolai? Now everything's perfect, yeah. Now every, okay, great. Well, it's a bummer that uh, it was kind of in and out. I apologize for that. Sorry, but, you I know, didn't get di almost Dis all of that. Discord's a weird app, so we do what we well, can. Well, it just suddenly but... started working. I didn't do anything. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> that's kind of my experience with it. Fuck. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> yeah. Um, anything else on your mind, Nikolai? Mr. Nikolai, you still here? Oh, good. That's not just me. Okay. Oh, shit. I have to actually fucking focus on a specific... Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate Discord, by the way. I love TeamSpeak. <laughs> but um, how do you feel about identifying with a side or a political agenda specifically? Or do you want to actually more just disconnect with those well, and just have your opinion kind of thing. I would I feel like every time I do it gets me into trouble even the anti-feminist label has become like kind of a kind of a bad term I mean personally yeah I have, but go for it uh, personally I have the way where I, I don't want to identify with anything I have my opinions and they are my opinions Mm -hmm. Yes, they might align more with the anti-SJW or anti-feminist, but it is still my opinion. And I agree right. with a lot of points that, for example, SJWs do. I agree with a lot mm -hmm. of them. I just don't agree with the methods, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of feel like I just want to call it where I see it and not really identify myself in any way. But I guess I, I'm generally conservative. If if I want to describe myself to people, then I do I do use these labels. Yeah, you, need, you do need some... Uh, ideological, well, some philosophical home, I guess, some set of right. values that are your home. I think if there's one criticism I have of, well, there are several, but one of the criticisms of Trump that I think I have and I think is pretty valid is I don't think he's a very ideologically principled person. Uh, I can't find a lot of 
principled consistency in his stances. It's just, it, sure, you're allowed to evolve over time, but I'd like to hear a little more reasoning explained as to why you've evolved rather than, I, I don't right. know. He, he kind of bugs me in that way. But uh, without getting too long-winded, we do have many callers uh, awaiting, so I will have to let you go, Nikolai. But um, uh, we do appreciate your support for the show, and we'll hope you'll call in again, man. Thanks, Nikolai. Good. Definitely. Thanks, and um, thank you for answering my questions. Absolutely. We'll talk to you another time for sure. Back to the show then. All righty. Uh, let's see. Let's take a, you want to take a question from the chat and I'll move in our next caller, which will be mystical. Question from the chat. Anyone want to ask a question? Anyone? I just kind of like sometimes there's some just popping in there between all the shit posts, you know. Doesn't look like it. And my chat's delayed. God, good lord. Hmm. Mystical, you're in, man. If your uh, if your chat's working, if your speech is working, I have a mic. Yeah, there hey. you go. All right, two points I want to hit. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the egg Tim Kaine laid last night? And, <laughs> two, and two, what did you think about Ricky Vaughn getting banned off Twitter? Oh, I don't even know about the second question. Can you? Is there more to it than that? I, don't, I haven't even heard. Well, Ricky Vaughn was a super Trump supporter. He had a couple hundred thousand followers. He wasn't okay. racist or the name sounds familiar. Like Actually, that. yeah, didn't he have? The, I'm thinking of the Avatar. Wasn't it? A, of course, it was a MAGA hat. If he was a Trump super fan, but didn't he kind of look like it's like a Charlie Sheen looking guy? It was with a MAGA hat. It was Charlie Sheen from the movie. Ah, okay, great. So yeah, I remember the account. Yeah, he got booted off of Twitter earlier today. I wanted for anything specific. What? Excuse me. Was it anything specific? Was it like one tweet that he sent out? I think it was more of a cumulative, a general type, similar to what happened with Milo. Man, did they say permanent or because like Milo got a ban or an email that was like you're banned permanently? (laughs) Do we know if that was the case here? Let me see if I can pull up his account real quick. Uh, Well, while you're looking for that, um, I will. Tim Kaine was uh, atrocious in my mind. Um, this is what I heard, but I didn't watch it. I, I would recommend it, and maybe you disagree. Uh, it was clear to me. Okay, so the, there's a few things that are very clear to me. Te- the Team Clinton, the debate team, the coach team, is very big, apparently, on rehearsed zingers. I mean, we saw that with, like, I call it trumped up, trumped trickle up, down. Trickle I mean, we had we saw a lot of those lines. You remember when Re- Rubio kind of went haywire in the – in the yeah, primary debates yeah. where he's like about? talking about let's not make no mistake obama knows exactly what he's doing and then chris christie would be like there's the line again and he'd be like, uh, make no mistake obama <laughs> knows what he's doing it was kind of like that where pence would hit him with something and it'd be like well trump doesn't even pay taxes doesn't even support the troops what a jackass yeah. i mean he didn't say <laughs> And he had this this grinchy grin the whole time and and if you thought trump's interrupting was bad uh, Keynes was probably worse, at least uh-huh. as bad. And then they had, of course, a woman moderator of color whom he was interrupting a whole bunch. And I was joking at the time. I was like, oh, that that racist, misogynist bigot interrupting this woman of color. Uh, and then, of course, guy. Joy Reid and some other people, uh, the, some of the reaction and people on Twitter actually said stuff like that. Like, Tim Kaine did not show respect to the woman of color moderator. Well, he was just, yeah, I, I don't that. care what color or gender he, she was. He was just, I would say the same thing if it was Chuck Todd or if it was Anderson Cooper. Or, he, he just did badly. He, he did so he poorly. just appeared bumbling like that was the real problem or was he No, just it was clear that like, too I rehearsed. Think, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was clear that his responses were rehearsed. I mean, they talked about, they were talking about some military issue and Kane brought it to Trump's taxes to say that he doesn't support the troops. Yeah, he it's had like, like the same weird... things just yeah. ready to go. What did you think of it? Did you Do you have a different take than me? Because I thought it was about as bad for him as it could be. But I don't think Pence did as well as he could either. I think Pence is a very strong public speaker. Any mm. of the speeches he gave before were very profound. He has a almost a strength on stage. And Tim Kaine was like very timid, but he would throw out these zingers and you could almost see him playing it off when he would do it. He'd like mouth it before he said it. Oh. Uh, you would have, you the, the part that drove me nuts that would have made you rage, Blonde, was there was an exchange about refugee policy. And Mike Pence gave a very rational, calm, reasoned response, which is like, look, at the end of the day, as a governor, my college is calling me for money. <laughs> As a governor, I take I have no priority higher priority than the safety of the citizens of my state, and I understand the, you know we want to take care of people in the world who uh, are in a bad situation. But uh, if it puts even one person at risk, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry, I'm not doing it. And then Kane gave this bizarre his answer just basically said like. Yeah, but the Muslims. You know, like, <laughs> it was just. It was the, the the conclusion of his answer was that we should care more about kind of global stewardship than domestic safety. And I just uh. think that was a big loser point. And I'm surprised that he made it with the gusto that he did. And I might be maybe maybe I'm not characterizing it exactly accurately because I can't remember exactly what he said. But that's what I took away from uh. it. I might be wrong. It would have made you real mad. That's like yeah. the worst quality in a in any kind of politician. Well, he was, I think, he, go for it. God, I'll tell you, man. I think that's something that in this whole election that's being glossed over pretty quickly. It's why are we taking care of these people yeah. where we have an obvious danger with them and a lot of people to take care of here. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just keep overlooking that, and very few are giving it a lot of attention. Yeah, Trump brings that brings that up a lot, not taking care of our own. And I like that. I think that's really appealing. Yeah. America first is now a controversial stance. <laughs> it's a well, they just immediately call it a nationalist stance instead of whatever. Why else. is that bad though? Why is that yeah. bad? I understand why when people say like white nationalism or things eh. that... I'm white and I'm a nationalist, so like by definition, I suppose I'm a white nationalist. <laughs> no? Well, you're but, a racist then. So I can't. Wait, so good thing I'm not posting this on demand. I know, I know. Well, I will. If you want to quote blonde out of context and use that against her, <laughs> find our audio platforms. That's there iTunes. There is so much so. better stuff to take out of context <laughs> or in context. Just yeah. to use the things that I actually say and mean. Yeah. Well, uh, Sean King was blowing that all over Twitter last night. Like oh, white God. nationalists, white nationalists. Oh, yeah. Oh, he said, um, "What did he say? Th- that like religion is basically a guise or a disguise for white nationalism." Yeah. And it was like, he was like, "It's it's it's a way forty plus year old white guys can can be." Um, can, no, can no, no, you're you're just, conflating the two. Okay, maybe. Yeah, it was uh, forty plus year old white guys are the ones oppressing women. And oh. white Christians oh, that's are right. a yeah, cover yeah, yeah. for nationalists. Gotcha. Okay. He's and, white. Oh, ooh. Ah. That um, was my response to it. I was like, give it a couple years. You'll be a white nationalist. That's too. right. Yeah, I forgot I you know. sent that to me. And and by the way, while you're here, before I let you go, um, if I'm not mistaken, you were in touch or trying to get in touch with Dr. Potter, right? I, I'm not, yeah. Okay. So, Blonde, to, to clue you in, um, 
uh, Mystical made a video and tried to get in touch with that Huffington Post author, Dr. Potter, who wrote that piece on how police are not people. Are people? Ooh. Yeah, who we offered to pay to come on the show, but <laughs> called us racist and said she charges double yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, okay, yeah, here's some money. Yeah, she was a mouthy still... bitch, that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm curious, do you have an update? Because um, you did a video that people can go check out. Uh um, if you want to shout your stuff on Twitter and your YouTube real quick, uh, but you, they can go check it out because you covered her double down article. She doubled down after, after I kind of went back and forth with her about her first article. She has since written more doubling down on this police are not people thing. Yeah. Um, I reached out to her in my own special way. You could go find that at mystical says on Twitter and it's the same for YouTube. But, um, I reached out to her and her response was to send me her second article. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, well, what do you actually think about it? And then her response was to send me her first article and then just completely <laughs> cut off communication. Oh, man. So I got nowhere. You got farther than I did, and she blocked you. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I sent, her the, I sent her one email offering to pay her to come on the show. I just never got a response. For all I know, she probably blocked me on Gmail, too. But I think I might try to reach out to her on email, too, but I'm assuming it'll just be the same. Yeah. So all right, man. I only take paid speaking engagements. Well, Here's the I, money. <laughs> I think I said yeah. it to Matt. Was how much is a person with less than 100 followers getting paid to speak? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I know that's bullshit. She's not getting yeah, paid to speak. Yeah, we know for sure that's <laughs> bullshit. We yeah. know. Like, I think if you spoke once, you'd at least have 100. At least. Yeah, that's true. Like, you would think if you, get, if you, if you spoke on one college campus or something. I mean, I don't even. She claims to be a professor. That For, for all I know, that's dubious. But. Uh, anyway, I, I don't want to encourage people to go dig. Yeah, really. I, I, my disagreement with her is intellectual. I, I'll a take her pro- what? social justice and oppression. And, uh, and no, 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 it was something like, uh, uh, um, I think it was like police violence. It was something very <laughs> opaque. The mythology of the female vagina. Yeah. <laughs> it was just something so far out of left field. Uh, uh, all right, dude. Well, um, right. we'll have to let Thank you go, you. but I appreciate, uh, the back and forth. Appreciate your efforts with Dr. Potter. Appreciate you supporting our stuff. Uh, and hopefully we'll catch you another time. All right. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Bye. man. You too. Uh, any other, uh, chat questions you spy? Um, before I thought you were talking about the discord chat. I totally forgot about the live chat. Oh yeah. No, I'm talking about the YouTube chat, but we could from the discord chat as well. I don't think anybody put anything in the discord chat. I, I will bring in our next caller TGF. I think TGF call. Uh, this is the next layer of complication. I'm going to have to figure out who called in last time and stuff. I think TGF might have called. TGF, did you call in last week? Uh, Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. Were you on the show last week? I can't recall. Uh, I was in the chat for a while, but I didn't get a spot. Cool. Well, we'll take your your question or your comments or whatever you got for us. Sweet, sweet. Glad, uh, (laughs) Glad to be on the show. I'm kind of a bit antsy. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, uh, just like uh, freedom of speech, kind of, mm-hmm. because I go to this uh, private school in uh, <clears throat> uh, Bloomington, Indiana, which Bloomington itself is a fairly, you know, very liberal town. So I don't know. I kind of Bloomington, Indiana is liberal. Yeah, it's really liberal. College, is it a college town, maybe, town? or what? Yeah. College town, IU. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that your school, or are you in high school? I'm in high school. How uh, old are you? So, uh, sophomore, 15. Yeah. 
Man, I love that we're getting viewers in this age range. That's so I know, great. it kind of surprised me last week. It does um, surprise me. I've heard the same thing about Crowder and stuff, too. But that's what we, you know, that's what we want. Get them young. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All the so old I people wanna... can watch Fox News and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Hell no, I'm never watching Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to just tell a quick story. Uh, sure. So a couple of my friends, uh, I mean, I don't. I identify, I identify, uh, I kind of, hopefully as a white I, male. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. Just, that's <laughs> well, who we cater to around here. Cause it's, yeah. Well, okay, so a while ago, like last week, I ordered a couple Trump hats, uh, to show, Hey, I like Trump. I mean, Are we talking MAGA hats or something else? MAGA hats, mm -hmm. classic red, classic font. And so okay. I gave one to my friend and, uh, He's in his uh, fifth period novel class, and I'm just going to keep everything anonymous because I don't want to witch hunt or anything. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. So these two, uh, these two lads walk up to him and basically tell him to stop wearing this MAGA hat because it's offensive. <laughs> yeah. Like this We've seen is... this on college campuses, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy, dude. So did he have like, to fight them, or what happened? Well... He w he kind of was talked into just taking it off, but oh. like I don't know. It, it's just so weird to see like, hey, that that those those four words offend me. Take it off. It's it's just crazy. Like I I don't know. It's 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 minor, but it just really was it's very not minor, upsetting. Though. Yeah, that well, would really upset me too. Well, I don't I mean, know. Not, he should stand his oh. ground if he can. He did. He uh he talked to one of the faculty, and the faculty members said it was entirely okay for him to wear the hat, so Dude. he kept wearing it. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. At least. Oh no, 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 no. Uh, a while ago. Oh, this is even worse, actually. <laughs> a while ago. Uh, at our school, you know, it's it's a fairly small private school hosting around, uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but I think in our high school it's like less than a hundred people. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, we had this uh, quick, no, it was like a three-day, like fifth period kind of thing where this local uh, uh, shelter. Um, uh, let me think. I believe it was the Middleway House came in. I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, basically they come in and they teach this uh, quick, quick buying. It was just three days, but it felt like a month. They taught this curriculum that basically reinforced that, oh, hey, let's get political about everything. And, uh, there was a lot of social justice things going on in that. I'm not going to get into the quite specifics. That's just an entire three-day period of pure cuck. Which was I it like a sensitivity? What was the nature of it? Something like a like a oh, workshop? Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a uh, domestic home abuse uh, workshop. But essentially, the only thing that happened was that people got offended and left, and the people who couldn't stand it just left. And it's it's kind of a double-edged sword that the people who are teaching it were very gracious that if you're feeling uncomfortable you can step out at any moment yeah. so the people who were like uncomfortable they were taking this 
just stepped out and I don't know, it was a bit of a shit show to be honest and just three days of fifth period were wasted <sighs> yeah <sighs> god well, well at least you're fighting against it by <laughs> seeking out alternative media sources Educating yeah. yourself outside of school is one of the best things that you can do. And like, I learned a lot in school, but like the vast majority of my education, I took upon myself mm-hmm. and I oh, had to unlearn a lot of shit that I learned in high school. <laughs> but not the way the nonsense. feminists want, not yeah, their yeah. unlearning, the other kind, yeah. <laughs> Real learning. the our, red pill unlearning. <laughs> yeah. Our, uh, like, uh, I think it's world today class is just entirely cuck. It's just Trump bias everywhere. Everyone's like, oh, Trump. They even brought up the PTSD thing, which this is a class yeah, of like talking about it. 10 plus high schoolers. And they didn't even fact check. Like, OK, they have like they have this bulletin board in the hallway that everyone can see. And, you know, it's fairly innocent, but that just gets into certain topics. So I'm like, I can I'll bet a hundred dollars that that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Oy vey, All right. exactly. Well, we'll have to we'll have to move on to some other callers here, but we appreciate it, man, and um, thanks for supporting the show and keep fighting the good fight. Uh, we'll thank do. you, young man. Yeah, and ho- hopefully, uh, I don't know, hopefully there can be some kind of cultural revolution on uh, these campuses for young people because it's gone crazy. But It is anyway, insanity. Call right, in yeah. any time and uh, let us know if things change. Sure thing. I'll uh, see you around. Sounds good, man. Have a good night. You too. Okay. I've got a couple um, patrons slash supporters of the show that I want to bring in quickly as well. I'm going to bring in uh, Matthew here. Matthew, you're up uh, if, you're, if your mic is working. Matthew's a patron, so I want to get him in. Hey, Matthew. Hello. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. Heard a little squeak. Did you? You there? You might have, uh, it might be pushed to talk, so make sure uh, to try God, to Discord push down. Discord sucks. But yeah, Discord is weird. Um, I don't, I, yeah, whatever. In any case, uh, I will bring in um, Fancier, Feed Fancier as well, who has uh, sent us some artwork. And I told him I'd pull him in. Uh, so you're in Feed Fancier as well, if you're, um, if you're, but your mic is muted, so you'll have to unmute that. Uh, and then next in the queue, just so you guys are aware of kind of what the order is going to be here, we've got um, small hey. African American. There we go. Oh, there's Feed Fans here. What's Did up? you say small right. African American? That's the name of the person who's <laughs> up next. So hang right. tight. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Both Pretty of good. You? Doing great. Uh, and thank you for the artwork. It's yeah, interesting totally. to see. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've done one for Blonde, and I and I really wanted to see something new for for like your main show. So I drummed up something in an afternoon. Yeah, we'll have to. Um, ultimately down the line, I'm definitely gonna have to have someone um, of better skill, a better a better skill set than mine, do the work for the show. Uh, yeah. I think I did that probably in like an an hour before our first like formal formal podcast so <laughs> um so someday down the line we're always always trying to improve these technical bits but you know one thing at a time mm-hmm. now what's on okay. your mind anything else besides well, art that you'd like to discuss yeah well i'm an israeli and oh cool yeah and 
when when I thought about uh, like joining the the call in, I, I when my question was uh, about how in these in the like uh, local news media there's been like a carpet covering for uh, sort of like the the main the main US uh, media about how how much Trump is uh, the worst thing ever and Hillary is the is the best uh, in Israeli media in the Israeli media yeah huh interesting that even there in the tank I know <laughs> so that's one that was my uh, jumping off point and then I thought maybe I'd ask generally about what is your how do you feel about the sort of like the um, the relations between United the United States and Israel well, I don't know enough about that, to be honest. I, I'm just, I, I am uh, woefully ignorant on the international stage. I would be completely BSing, so. Wait, what was I, the question? Uh, the, the relationship of the United States to Israel as far as the media is concerned? Well, well, generally, I think, I thought maybe Blunt was more a <clears throat> knowledgeable about the issue. And, my, and uh, yeah, I just, my jumping off point was about how, how it's perceived that, it, that Hillary is a better can, candidate for Israel would uh, do a better would be supporting Israel better. I mean, that's the typical concerned. democratic position and American Jews uh, typically vote left. Um, uh, I mean, I, I think that obviously the conservative candidate is going to do more to protect Israel. I don't know why that would be. But it's interesting that that our medias are in cahoots. I wonder, mm. I wonder which media organizations do you have like a like which media organizations are putting out the most misinformation about Trump and Clinton? Do you think? Well, I let's see. There's a voila. There's a. I'd say that uh, that most uh, that most uh, mid Israeli media are either owned by rich Jews or owned by uh, certain. I wouldn't say organizations, but certain people who might have more left leaning worldviews. That's it. I don't think it's like uh, it's like uh, drummed up from from above as much as uh, sort of like uh, have a similar worldview as like the the international news medias. Right. I don't know. I mean, I've always found this a confusing position because I feel like in Israel, you're kind of because of where you're situated geographically, you're forced to be more insular. And so to take a globalist position seems counterintuitive to me. Um, so Hillary wouldn't be the candidate for Israel. This is media manipulation and American. Yeah, influence, I mean, I'm it's sure. just she's, uh, as I said, she's perceived or at least uh, um, shown up as a better candidate. And yeah, I, I was curious because I, I've seen like a couple of uh, YouTube videos, like the uh, Black Pigeon, who made the statement that that uh, Hillary, most of her like uh, messing up in the Middle East was throughout her admission to to show support for Israel or to support support Israel on that. Huh, on that's the, interesting. Black Pigeon said that? Yeah, I think it said that in one of his uh, Hillary leaked documents. Huh. Hmm. I guess I need to learn more about it. This is an interesting angle, though. <clears throat> it's disconcerting, that's for sure. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to um, I'm going to bring in one more caller really quick because uh, I just noticed in the chat, too, if you caught uh, Sunday's podcast, we're talking about <clears throat> Gary Johnson and how there are no millennial Gary's. Uh, <laughs> that's just a dying breed. 
lo and behold, and I'm going to make it quick because I want to be fair, but I just want to get this included in the show while I still have time. Nice. Uh, Millennial Gary, welcome to the show. Uh, oh, hey. I just, I just hey. want the Millennial Gary confirmation and perspective that Millennial Garys are a thing and you will not be marginalized, I, I assume, <laughs> is the case you might make. The floor is yours, Millennial Gary. Oh, hey. So, uh, can you hear me? Yep. Yep. You're loud and clear. All right. Awesome. Um, so I just had to call in cause, uh, I was listening to last week's podcast or, uh, the Sunday podcast and yeah. blonde triggered me, you know, with her, uh, statement about, you know, there being no cool millennial Gary's. I'm sorry, <laughs> Gary. No, it's all good. <laughs> um, so I, I guess I had, um, a question, uh, mainly for blonde, but, uh, sure. Skag, or Matt, you can, uh, Take that, Skag. I expected this to be the blonde show. I, look, I want to sit back and do nothing. I mean, that's, please, by all means. Uh, proceed, Gary. Proceed. Okay, so uh, I was listening to a podcast a few weeks ago, and you mentioned that uh, you, uh, like, after, like, abandoning liberalism or whatever, you uh, became a libertarian before, uh, like, moving on to, like, more a conservative line of thinking right and uh so i was just wondering like what uh what caused you to uh kind of move on from libertarianism um there's a huge element of of you know multiculturalism and libertarianism because it's it's a globalist mentality and so it really is the immigration thing that i was like this is too big an issue for me to be utopian so libertarianism was kind of a step on the way for me to kind of find my actual conservative values. I didn't realize how important it was for people to do well within their own countries and protect their own borders. And that's what creates a functioning world. I mean, all of us autonomous in our own countries. And when you remove the borders, which is kind of a phenomenon that's new to us. I mean, we've never seen such an integrated globalist society. We didn't really know what the implications were gonna be. But now I think it's very obvious the implications are almost universally negative. Um, and so I had to basically abandon libertarianism because immigration and globalism are my number, you know, one issue right now. Um, and Islam, of course. So I just, I just, the idea didn't really appeal to me anymore. And then I had to be honest with myself about like how important the marijuana aspect of libertarianism was <laughs> and how much that appealed to me, you know? And so I, I was like, well, that, that really was, that really was what drew me to it because it was the drug policy thing that I did not like. And that's why I was always like, well, I'm a... You know, I'm a social liberal and fiscal conservative. If I have to hear one more person say that shit, that means you don't know what you're talking about, basically. So, yeah, I would say that all the time. Then I'm like, wait a second. That's, that doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, I ended up, you know, just kind of finding my conservative values. I think I was always this way. Right. Yeah, I see. I, uh, like, I grew up um, conservative. And, uh, like, once Ted Cruz dropped out of the race, I, uh, out of the race, I, uh, like, I started exploring libertarianism with uh, – Austin Peterson, who ended up not getting the libertarian nomination. And, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, so you know, now I'm a libertarian, but I agree with you. Like, that's one thing that really bothers me about, uh, most libertarians is that they, they, uh, just don't care about the border. And right. They, uh, a lot of times they cite, um, like economic, uh, reasons for, uh, for that. And I just, yeah, I just don't agree with that right. part of it. And they act like they're so rooted in logic and statistics and everything. But um, and then they'll advocate things like like minimum wage sometimes. I know some libertarians that do that. And I'm like, why? Oh, Ugh. You know, I, I just can't get on board with some of these policies that I find like wholly distasteful in libertarianism. So 
Can I ask cultural libertarian? Can I, I ask say that I'm not. libertarian Gary what your take on libertarian Gary is? <laughs> uh, what's the Gary take on Gary? No, I I don't like the guy. Um, hmm. You know, my namesake and all, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he uh, he just <laughs> possibly the worst um, like person that we could have nominated. I, I mean, really want Gary to like alone. him. I really God, do, guys. but I just. Did you okay? Oh, we'll have to we'll have to move on too because yes, I want to be fair to the, to the rest I know of the post. What you're gonna say. The the thing at the bombing comment or the war comment? Did you oh, see yeah, that? Yeah. Oh my god! Well, did you see my that, Gary? Ignorance of uh, borders means that I'm not going to be involved in wars. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, that is basically what he said. Well, I can't well, bomb I... countries that I can't name on the map, no can I? <laughs> oh my god! Vote Gary Johnson. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. See, I didn't even see that. Yeah, oh. look it up. Uh, you you might think that quote is inaccurate, and it might not be exact, yeah. but it's basically what he said. I think that Gary also was too focused on the marijuana angle of libertarianism, and that he just had oh, his yeah. myopic focus on that, and then nothing else really mattered. So now he can't name any country in the world except for the United States of America. Yeah, just too much weed over the years, you know? Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Poor Gary. Right. Well, we'll have to let you go, Gary, but we appreciate the millennial Gary perspective, and I hope this will not be the last time. I need, well, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Millennial Gary correspondent. Uh, keep in touch, dude. I like it. I, I like it. appreciate it. I, there's, Thanks, I don't know. Gary. Something about Gary comedy that I like. So uh, just uh, be in touch. Email us anytime. Tweet us, whatever. Sounds call good. In, call in again. We'll talk to you next time. I appreciate it. All right. There he goes. Millennial Gary. For everything you need to know about millennial Garys that are an actual thing, despite what you've been told. Okay, uh, feed and feed fancier is still in. I'm gonna let you go, feed fancier, if, uh, unless you got anything you want to say on your way out. Um, but we well, do appreciate. Yeah. We do, uh, do appreciate. Uh, well, yeah. Generally, just uh, yeah. Thank you for very much for the show, and thank you for uh, contacting contacting me whenever I draw you fan art. <laughs> Yeah, Thanks man, for the in, fan art. We appreciate it. Be in touch. Uh, and if you, if you want to see an example of what I'm talking about, go to Blonde's Twitter page and look at the header. And it's yep. and I shared it on and the podcast earlier. I, I, and it's I a YouTube drew, banner, too. I drew that header. I drew yeah. that header, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying if people want to check it out. It's very cool. So, uh, I drew that, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll let you go, dude. Uh, have a All great right. night. Appreciate it. Thanks. See ya. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm not sure if he was trolling me or not. <laughs> okay, and then Matthew, you're still in here. If you can get your mic uh, figured out, I'll take your take your question anytime. Uh, I'm sorry Matthew. that we might be oh, having some technical. Light up. Like, yeah, it looks like it's kind of halfway working or something. But um, Matthew, we can't hear you. We I'm going to bring in next in the roll call, and I'm trying to, you know, like I said, guys, I'm doing the best I can with the roll call order, and I, you know, we just we can't get everyone in all the time, so I know there's, it's not the fairest thing ever, but we do what we can, we appreciate everyone's patience and getting along, and I hope you guys can chat with each other in the text chat and the YouTube chat and all that stuff, so if you can't get in this time, show up early next time, ah, or be a patron of the show, shameless money whoring, nah, 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 nah. okay, uh, <laughs> small African American, you are in, um, but your mic is muted. Hello? Oh, there you go. Hey, what's hey. up? Hey, what's up? Uh, so I've just got like one question for both of you, and that's, mm -hmm. uh, what are your opinions on uh, Martin Shkreli, the like pharma Ooh. bro guy? Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, I do have you... opinions on him. Go for it. Uh, well, I initially, you know, I responded emotionally like everybody else to this media story. He's the guy for people that don't know that yeah. hiked up the AIDS drug. Uh, right, that's him, right? Yes. Yeah, it's called like Desip. I forget the name of it, but yeah, exactly right. Um, bought, the, bought the AIDS drug, jacked up the price sky high like a year yeah, ago. About yeah, it, yeah. this happened. 
I will say I would have way more of a problem with this if it was a medicine for something that wasn't a disease that you got from, you know, having promiscuous anal sex or <laughs> IV drug use. So I care less about that. I mean, but then I heard him on Milo's podcast and he seemed like he was just kind of a greedy douchebag millennial. I don't think he's yeah. like like a huge monstrous piece of shit, like the worst guy in the world. I'm kind of like he's just kind of like a flashy entrepreneur that doesn't yeah. care what people think about him and wants to make some money. I, so, um, I don't know. I don't hate I, the guy. I've heard him talk on Milo's show. He, I've heard him talk on, I think, The Breakfast Club he was on. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I've heard him in a few different venues. And I I can't say I'm like a fan or a hater of him personally. Um, but I've listened to him talk and he makes, he makes sense, the points makes he makes. Um, I will say about him, I feel much the same way about him as I do about Trump's taxes. I think there are some criticisms you can complain about, but I think they're more about the system than about the person. And there's nothing yeah. he's doing that uh, he, what he's doing operates within the system we've set up for what the profit motive means in the healthcare setting. And if you don't That's like a really that, good point. Yeah. if you don't like that, then maybe we need to reform the system, but I don't really blame yeah. Shelley for that. And Personally. part of it is that the FDA has, uh, it's just bogged down in regulation. There's a Stefan Molyneux segment on this, but like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people, probably millions of people have died because they weren't able to try drugs because they were just tied up in FDA red tape. Yeah. Um, and so that is really the problem. It's that there's this one drug that there could be 50 of, you know, that did the same thing. This one drug monopolizes the market. So yeah, there's a real problem with the system there. Um, and it's that government regulations are mucking up the works. So Martin, what is the last name? Shkreli? Shkreli. Yeah, Shkreli? it's kind of a tough one. Ugh. It's kind of a nerdy Shkreli? sounding name, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you Whatever. have an opinion on him? You know, oh, sorry, go for it. But that's it. Uh, do, you, do you have uh, a take on Mr. Shkreli, small African-American? Uh, I don't really hate the guy because uh, he added me on Steam. You know, we're really tight. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I was going to say if that's true, that's pretty cool. He seems no, like a guy who might do that. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, All right. He, he never yeah. uh, contacted me though, so I cry. Wait, he but... added you? Yeah, you added him? No, 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 no. Other way around. I added him, and oh. then he like he had to accept the friend request. Right, right, right. But he uh, did. Yeah, he right, did. Right. So what what does he cool. play? Like, what's his um? Uh, I, I don't. I'm not a PC okay. gamer. Uh, so. He plays. If you're familiar with uh, Civilization Five, plays that. Yeah, loosely. Uh, he plays something else I, I forgot what it was i think like maybe one of the call of duties hmm and well, uh it, yeah it'd be fun to teabag martin shkreli but yeah <laughs> yeah but nice. uh, online or in real life i don't care whoa whoa this is taking a dark <laughs> turn nice. i feel like um he's like kind of a, i feel like he's uh got a lot of money and a lot kind of a lot of power and doesn't really know what to do with it and yeah and um, he's quite young yeah he's, he's pretty he? young i think he's about and 30 I feel like he's, pre he's pretty much a peer of ours yeah yeah huh. and i feel like a lot of the time he's just kind of um well well a lot of the time he spends on uh twitter just trolling people like recently yeah. he said he was gonna buy 4chan that was <laughs> not true uh because um like the admin or whatever on 4chan said that they were going through financial troubles and uh also he said he bought kanye west's new album specifically for him but he got scammed apparently out of like a <laughs> million dollars or something although i'm pretty sure he's just trolling on that yeah. and then also he was like uh pretending to be assassinated by uh hillary clinton 
on live stream one time. Oh, I, I would believe ago. that. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you see? No, he's so, just like, a big troll. He's trolling us all. Yeah, he is trolling. And, I uh, forgot. Uh, I kind of like him now. Real quick, I wanted I to tell you too. Um, friend of the show, Brad and Proctor, the guest on Sunday's podcast. I was yeah. I was tweeting uh, during the vice president. Uh, VP debate last night and Bryden is always tweeting all the time because he's just the ultimate shit poster but Kane was doing so poorly you would have appreciated this one I should have linked it to you but <laughs> he said don't be surprised when uh, Tim Kane gets like double suicided in the back of the head like mysteriously <laughs> tonight basically like, it was so bad he's night. gonna be killed off tragically <laughs> tragically uh, yeah off. at the end of all this so oh man I think uh, I'm gonna have to replace the VP Tim yeah. Kane tragically died yesterday yeah, but uh, yeah, um, I didn't want to riddle me this before we let you go. Are you? What's the nature of your name, small African American? Okay, what's the so origin uh, of that? my name on Discord used to be a uh, tiny nigga. Okay. <laughs> and uh, then I got into another Discord, like some other. And it was community. offensive. No, uh, well, there weren't really. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of offensive. Or, so this it was is like against the rules of the. <laughs> I, I don't really mind because it's kind of a dumb name. I kind of thought that might be the case. Yeah, uh, and then okay, so I changed it to like little Negro or something, <laughs> okay. and then that was also not good enough. And then I just changed it to small African. Oh my god! Okay, so. we gotta. I gotta mute your mic. You're giving Daryl Lamont Jenkins too many talking points oh, here. I'm I sorry. <laughs> But um, Sorry, but, but yeah, man, we'll um, we'll let you go. But appreciate you calling right. in, and uh, hopefully yeah, we'll hear from you another time. Uh, letting me come in here. Absolutely. Keep up the great content. Hey, thanks a lot. Have a great night. Thanks. Have a All good right, night. See you. Uh, next up, I've got. Uh, I'm gonna bring in. He he made he called in last show, but um, I'm gonna give him a real quick chance if he's still in the chat. Taylor was here, but I know he works, so it actually doesn't look like he's here anymore. So uh, next up is Rock Salad. I think Rock Salad might have called in last week. I, I get my names confused, but I will bring in Rock Salad. Rock Salad, you're in if you got anything to say. Um, next up after that is John J. Overwatch. Hello. Rock Salad, there you go. Rock Salad, did you call in last week? I can't remember. Uh, yes, I did. W were you I on? Get on. Were oh, you didn't get on. Okay, cool. No. I just want to make sure I'm trying to be as fair as possible here, you know, but yeah. what's, uh, what's on your mind, man? Oh, uh, well, first, uh, thanks for taking me. Yeah, sure. And, uh, I've been watching you since you did, uh, the Call of Duty videos. That's a long time. You've been around a while. Yeah. And, uh, but anyways, I'll, I'll just get to my talking point. Sure. Uh, I find it incredibly hilarious that Hillary stands for, uh, women uh women to be strong yet she can't even represent herself because she is only having like one maybe two rallies this entire month and uh she gets everyone else to represent her like obama or her husband i just find it incredibly hilarious so <clears throat> do you think um when you say it about representing women do you think it's uh like a how how do you make that? Because I take that to be indicative of like she's gonna die. That's what I that's <laughs> that's well, what I think when it, I see that. But I'm not meaning it as like a health st uh, viewpoint. It's mm -hmm. like women have uh, strength in their character. Yeah, and they stand up for themselves. Yet everyone is standing up for her, and she won't stand up for herself. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I guess I hadn't really thought of it that way. 
because um, uh, I, honestly, I don't know what her like campaign schedule is like at all. I don't even pay attention to it, so I have no idea like who's stumping for her. I know like for some reason Bernie canceled a bunch of events or something, and I mean I don't I don't know who's actually on the stump for. I know Elizabeth Warren does a lot of events um, or some events. I don't even know. Well, if you honest. go to her website, which I know you, but um, if you go to her website, she has a schedule, and you'll go through all these uh, events, and it'll be everyone but her. And I think there's one hmm. rally squeezed in there that she is doing. Do you think the ones I, without her are more attended than the ones with her? It's possible. I'm just saying. Anyway, not. sorry. Go ahead. Um, no, it's okay. Sweet. Well, um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know that I, I just can't, I probably can't offer that much on that. I just mean, I, I don't think that she's like not standing up for herself. I think that just like most evil people, she's just sending other people to do her bidding. <laughs> I mean, she, we got to think she's like, has truly nefarious intentions. This is like a woman that's had people killed probably. Yeah. And Tim Kaine later. <laughs> <laughs> Double suicide, two hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else on your mind, dude? Um, oh yeah, I know, uh, I saw that, uh, the Sunday live stream you had uh, mm -hmm. a few weeks ago with, uh, Owen Schroyer. Yeah. And he got a job at, uh, InfoWars. No, and, and it's awesome. He does awesome work. He's so good he at it. Well, yeah. we saw him at the RNC the... and he has like a, a really, he's really charismatic and he's an excellent speaker. And he was just like fearlessly taking on people and just had facts ready. He was just so good on his feet. And we were like, we got to make connections with this guy. Yeah, he, he he's so much better places. at like, yeah, on the street. He was so much better at are. it on the street than we were. Like, like we were just watching uh, him like, shit, this guy yeah. is for real. Um, yeah, that, I thought yeah. that was just awesome. Yeah, I, cool. I've yeah. seen a few of... Um, I've seen a few of the InfoWars stuff. And of course, when he's doing InfoWars, when we saw him, he was in like his summer gear. You know, we're all wearing bro tanks and stuff. Yeah, but definitely. now that he's officially on InfoWars, he's got these dapper suits. and he's. I kinda... know, you can't even see his juicy biceps. <laughs> Shame. Ooh, well, yeah, backup plan. Blonde and Owen Schroyer. He's a uh, handsome man and he's very conservative. Okay. We, um, I should get in touch with him because I was thinking, so for people who don't know, there's another debate on Sunday night. So we're going to bump the show till right after the debate. We don't currently have a, a guest booked, but maybe Owen, if he's available, he, I don't know if he's going to be he's streaming. He's probably going to be doing something live for him. He might. I, I might reach I out to him. I, he was great on our show too. I just like the guy. I like the guy a lot. Yeah. So, and he's the original fucking gonna, white male. Yeah. I mean, come on. I think he's going to um, be at the debate covering it. So yeah. he might not be available. Bummer. Well, we'll have to get him back. We, you know, like you said, it's uh if if we can't rise to the top, we need to grab on to those who are going to do it for us. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Owen's a great dude. So I'm sure he'll be back eventually. Um, he did actually, I was streaming um, the other night and uh, before we started doing the Colin shows and he, and he was streaming too and he texted me. He's like, oh, we should stream together, but I didn't see it till after I was done. Oh. Um, and so I know I know there's some interest on his, on his end too to come back. So that's good. Um, yeah, just a great dude. Uh, anything else you got for us? Uh, no, I just want to say thanks again for letting me come on. And, uh, you are one of the most, uh, objective YouTubers I watch. I appreciate uh, that very much, man. Because you give everything a fair shake that, well, at least that's what comes off. I, I try. What I try I to. 
And I, I appreciate the fact that when, when people like you say, yeah, I've been, you know, I've been watching since you made X, you know, since you made Call of Duty videos, you made whatever. That's really cool, man, because stuff I make now is so much different than what I used to. And I know that audiences transition as your content transitions. And so when people like you say, yeah, I've been watching since then, I'm like, my guy, that's really cool. And I really appreciate that. So call in any time, man. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Thanks a lot. Who is up next? Uh, oh, John J. Overwatch. John J. Overwatch. And we're running tight on time here. So I'm going to try to fit in a handful. Of, I'll, okay, so I'll commit to two more after John. We'll go Jerilis and um, Deplorable Macoptera. Uh, Those are our final two. So I apologize to everyone I can't get to. Doing the best we can. Time constraints. Every Wednesday. Doing it every Wednesday. There will be more opportunities. So. Apologies, everyone. But you're up, John, if your mic is working. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, sorry, I got it on push to talk, so it might sound a little weird. No, it sounds good to me. All right. I I just wanted to bring up, like, one issue and one quick question, if I could. Sure. Uh, I just want to get the question away. Uh, Blonde, I lived over at Fort Lewis for three years. Has the rain begun yet? Uh, not quite. It's it's starting. It's starting. It's time um, for crockpot cooking next- and... Eight months yeah. of gray and rain. Sorry for that. <laughs> it's okay. I kind of like it. Does it send all the hobos into hiding, though? I don't nope. Know. <laughs> they are still out with a vengeance. And, like, wet. They have, like, wet dog smell now. Ugh. <laughs> all right. Well, the the issue I wanted to bring up, uh, I, I think I sent a, a tweet to you, like, three weeks ago or something. But uh, it was people get on Donald Trump for not wanting to bring refugees over. But there's an easier, like, I guess, fix where he could try to work to bring the interpreters that were with us in Iraq and Afghanistan over. Uh, or at least pledge to, like, unclog the basically what is a very complicated uh, bureaucratic process to get them over here. So is, can you clarify your question a little bit? I'm just unclear about. I, I don't know if it's a question or it's just like an issue I wanted to bring up. I don't know how mm-hmm. much people have heard about it because it doesn't get a lot of attention. But like to me and the guys I worked with and like the people I worked with over there, it's like a very, it's it hits close to home, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I imagine I'm, they're like, they have security clearance and stuff, right? Uh, a lot of the guys, like it's, a lot of the guys we worked with went through a, a company. Let me, I have the the name over here the global linguist solution so it's like so is that like in and of itself some level of vetting like the the real problem we're having with syrian refugees is that the syrian government is so fractured and worthless that they can't even provide government documentation so if somebody has security clearance from these regions um from doing uh, something i guess else, what would be easy is this company probably has all their biometric data so it would be easier to vet these ones and we could be like hey we're bringing over these guys also, they helped us, and they're not going to get murdered by ISIS. Or Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. If Trump wants to do that, I think that that's a good idea. But I'm not very well-versed in this. This is the first I'm hearing of it. Hmm. Have uh, you heard about this before, Skag? No, I am, um, I'm, not, and I'm not keen on a detailed level about the refugee issue. I, I understand it from a broad standpoint, but in terms of like a lot of these specifics, I'm not. You know, I'm with Gary Johnson, and what is 
Aleppo. Uh, <laughs> that's that's kind of where I am. The one thing they were talking about in the debate, too, that that I would like more information on, and I say that with full acknowledgement that it's on me to do the research to provide myself with that information, um, is there's a lot of talk of like you basically UN or, or international safe zones that provide refugee refuge, um, you know, in safe in a safe place um, near Syria or in that part of the world um, where we can make an international effort to provide these people with safety and with with um, with a home and, and all these things without compromising the security of, of you know, a sovereign state. That to me seems like an obvious solution. And I don't understand why that's why that's not the default position. But I, I say that with acknowledgement of some ignorance on the issue. I think it would be that the UN has no system in place to actually provide the security. Hmm. They don't have like a military. I mean, maybe Russia would do it or maybe that's what Turkey has been doing with their push into Syria to provide yeah. like a buffer zone. But <clears throat> that's the best I could give you on that that situation. Yeah. That would just reinforce borders anyway. That's not what they want. They want a destabilized region and a borderless you know, world. I, yeah. I, Hooray. <laughs> I was surprised that Turkey hadn't done it. They had done something like a little incursion into Syria, but mm-hmm. they hadn't. I was surprised they hadn't done something similar to that earlier. All right, yeah. man. Well, we appreciate the thoughts and, um, and your call in, and hopefully uh, we'll speak again another time. All right. Thanks thank for calling. Thanks a lot, Bye. dude. Have a good night. You too. So last two here will go Jerilis. If, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, you're up, but your, your mic is muted, so you want to unmute that. Uh, and then I had one more. Deplorable uh, Mechoptera. I can't pronounce it. Deplorable something. So. Hello. Ah, there you go. Hello. At least I thought I heard something. Or was that you, Blonde? That was me. Oh. Jailis is still muted, so you'll have to unmute yourself. And we'll bring in Deplorable here. Deplorable, you're in uh, if your mic is working. There you go. I'm on. Yep. Uh, what's on your Hello. mind? Hi. Yep, we got you. Hi. Oh, and now Jailis is here too. So. Hi, do you hear me? Yep, I do, but you're going to have to mute your stream because I can hear that coming through. So you guys are both in, um, and we'll just, whichever order you guys want to go in is fine with me. So. Do you hear me? I'm on. Yep, but make sure you mute your stream, though. Hi. Yep, we got you. Oh, and now Jerilis um, is here, too. Can you hear me? Yes, 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 yes. But, uh, Jerilis, I'm going to go ahead and mute you. Just You're going to have to turn off your stream because that's feeding back through. Um, but deplorable. Uh, what's on your mind? Um, well, thanks for having me. Of course. Um, I was kind of raised among lawyers in America. <laughs> so... Um, so I have this, I, I guess, a connection with the U.S. Constitution that a lot mm-hmm. of people don't. And so one okay. of the things I was wondering is if you could go back to the, the penning of the Constitution hmm. and you could change something with what you know today, would you? And if so, what might you change? Hmm. That is, that's an awesome question. Probably the that most question. Uh, philosophically rich question we've got on the Colin show so far. I have some thoughts, but if, if you want to take that one, Blonde. Right. I would say no. I mean, I, I, I would guess that a lot of people would say that they would have more deliberate language. Um, but I think that it, everything was so meticulously 
you know, every word was so meticulously chosen that I, I don't think I would change anything. And I think that interpretations and misinterpretations of it um, would be happening regardless of, of how specific the language was. Um, but yeah, I, I always try to bring us back to our constitutional values, our foundational values. So I really wouldn't change anything about it um, as far as the misinterpretation is concerned. I think that that's our problem with our society's values now. Yeah. So changing it wouldn't really help. They shouldn't have written that damn Second Amendment. We got to get rid of that. No, uh, I, I think the Bill of Rights is is excellent. I don't want to change the Bill of Rights. Uh, I would be worried about that. I think one thing, an, an idea I would like to entertain, and I'm not even necessarily advocating it, but uh, the way we structure Congress, the way we uh, let's, I mean, as long as we have a winner take all system in all of our elections, you're going to have the two parties. You're going to mm -hmm. have two party gridlock. That's just the way it's always going to be as long as winner takes all in each individual election. I think one thing that might be interesting to entertain is if we had a system of proportional representation. I mean, then you would have a lot of different parties and a lot of different oh. ideological battle. I, I don't know. I don't know that that's better. But when people More say, you fractured. know, yeah, I, when people say I want a viable third party, that's the way that you do it. You have to have some kind of proportional representation system. You can't do it with winner take all. But I don't even know that that would make it better because think if there were 10 parties in Congress, for example, and they want to get something done. Well, you're still going to see like coalitions of those parties because ultimately they want to secure the votes to get stuff done. So I guess I would say I, w I would entertain the idea of, of, figuring out different ways to get more ideological diversity into Congress, but I'm not sure that that would actually have a practical benefit, but it's just something to think about. That's the one area that we've structured our government that sometimes I think um, maybe, maybe that's not the best way. The other uh, interesting thing to think about is, is the structure of the Senate fair? Um, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people in California and New York think it's bullshit that they get two senators in the same way my state, Montana, gets two senators when all we have yeah. is cows and like me and my neighbor and that's it. Some people think that's bullshit. I, I am kind of a fan of that structure, but I, I could entertain. I mean, maybe you do like one house in Congress and it's all just kind of this massive of uh, proportional right. allocation. Or maybe you have the system we have right now where every state has equal power, at least in the Senate. It's kind of interesting to think about. Oh, the, I would say no consecutive terms. That. No consecutive presidential the, um, the Great Compromise, mm. uh, where you had states like Virginia, which had more people than states like Rhode Island, and yeah. they needed to get everyone to sign. Mm -hmm. But I think the reason why to a bicameral Congress is better than a unicameral Congress, that is, two houses is better than one, mm -hmm. is because you want your government to be really inefficient. You want it to take a lot of time to do stuff because then it doesn't get too big too fast. It doesn't somehow we've got where we are though. <laughs> I guess it's taken yeah, a while. It, it's taken a long yeah, time to it, your point. It's taken, it's taken more than a couple of years. Yeah. So we can be happy about that. I'd, I'd personally like the only thing I'd like to see regress is the size of government. What, okay. um, what do you have a take different from ours? Is there anything you'd like to change? I think, I, th I think this is a really great question, by the way. I'd yeah, want to there are I think it's really interesting. There's some arguments out there, which I've kind of found some credence to. I've talked with my father about this. He's a Supreme Court administrator. And That's so cool. The, That's awesome. One of the things that we've talked about is <laughs> if you were to get rid of the Bill of Rights, um, this is an argument that Alexander Hamilton came up with. And it is the problem. The reason why you shouldn't have a Bill of Rights in a constitution is because 
the constitution itself gives no power to the national government or any government to legislate on these things in mm-hmm. the first place. It's, it's kind of like saying you have these things that you can do given the constitution and then you're done, get your hands off it. Yeah. But as soon as you have this bill of rights says, you know, something about guns, then, you know, we can t- find, we can start legislating about guns because we've done something with them before. It's in the constitution. Obviously the federal government has some power to talk about this sort of thing or speech or anything along those lines. Sort of like how Hillary guns like any other amendment right need to have, I think the words she used were common sense regulation. Good God. We need some common sense free speech regulation. Common sense regulation on the first amendment or on, you know, your, your search and seizure laws. I hate, I hate that term, the, the common sense. We oh, just want common sense. Oh, I know. Oh it's God. so patronizing. What, what it's just common about? sense, yeah. That's not an argument. That's just it's, stupid. It's, it is super dismissive. It's very so dismissive. Think, That's exactly what I do think he was wrong about that one because I think if you're, you need to have an extra leash on the government yeah. to keep it from doing whatever it wants with these things. But it is an interesting thought, and I think – it probably would be worse now were it not for the Bill of Rights, but if we had people with a judicial temperament and a Supreme Court that didn't try to rewrite the Constitution all the time <laughs> by looking at it differently, the, the words mean the same thing now as they did. Then. Exactly. Hmm. Uh, I think we might actually have a, a more functioning, a better governmental system where people to actually have faith in the Constitution. I agree. Well, super cool question, my man, and um, yeah, interesting thought. thought. I appreciate it very much. Is there anything else you want to say before we... Uh... No, um, just that it, um, my username, you were kind of... Yeah, like, tell me how to pronounce it. It's pronounced Macoptera. Okay. It's um, an order of, um, how to describe it, holometabolous arthropods. Uh, they're in a also bunch of insects, which are... You can find them in where you live probably montana or yep they, they but look I'm like an insect expert they look like a mix between a mosquito a moth and a scorpion oh yeah oh, those i see those. no i don't that's in the well so uh, geez Amateur. man you're our, you're our constitutional uh correspondent you're our uh insect biology correspondent entomologist yes. is that right yes i'm actually studying entomology in the university ah. oh that's very cool where do you go to school uh msu MSU being Michigan State. Yeah, to me, that means Montana State, which is where I live. Or Missouri State. Missouri State. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, The Spartans, right? Yes. Trey Waynes is looking good for my Vikings, dude. I appreciate it. I don't know if you're a football guy. but Jeremy Langford got himself injured, and Kirk Cousins hasn't played a good game yet. But Yeah, you like that. This guy knows everything. He knows constitutional (laughs) law. He knows insects. He knows football. Call in any time, my dude. Okay. All right. Have a good uh, night. Thank you. I'll Have try if night. other people aren't in line. <laughs> yeah. uh, Have a good one. Bye. Yep. Bye. That was awesome. I don't want to play favorites. I just really liked that call. It was cool <laughs> thoughts. Um, okay. Uh, close it out here. Uh, Jarelis, uh, let me, I think I still have you muted from earlier. Um, Jarelis, you're up now if, uh, if you're still here. Thanks for waiting. Sorry about that. And sorry if I'm pronouncing your name incorrectly. Jarelis. Uh, I'm sorry. It's not working. Okay. Real quick before we round up the show. And if Jarelis comes in, uh, we'll bring it, but I'm, oh, Jarelis, you, you there? 
just lurking. <laughs> Speak Can up. Can you hear you... me? Yep, there Hi. you go. Great. What's going on? What's on your mind? It might still be on push to talk. I don't know. Real, real quick. Oh, no, it's lighting up. Discord is the worst. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a wonky app. Real quick before we end the show, I'm I'm just gonna pull in. Lag, I don't know. All right. Oh, there you go. What's up, Jay? Yes, that's where the Milo protesters. Well, uh, you you cut out for me for a second. And now you're kind of cutting back Did in. Did you say so Rutgers? Can you can you restart your thoughts? You uh -oh. lost her. Jay Fry, I brought you in, dude. So unmute your mic if you want to talk, because I want to hear from Jay Fry before we close out the show. I want to hear Jay Fry's voice. I've never heard his voice. For those of you who aren't familiar with Jay Fry, if you watch the show live, the podcast live, you might see him posting away in there. I, I, I'm interacting with him on Twitter all the time. Where the Milo protesters smeared blood on their faces. I think there's a lag, so it's kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, there's, there's some kind of weird delay. Are you able to hear us, Jarelis? Yeah, something's not working out with, with this call. Man. Oh, did I skip someone, Tavermaster? Uh, oh, man, I did. You're right, exactly right. Sorry about that. Um, I'll bring you in right now. Tavermaster, I'm sorry, dude. I, didn't, uh, I, I accidentally skipped your oh. name there. Thanks oh, for speaking up. Oh, uh, no problem. What's on your mind? Um, so one question I wanted to ask you is, um, is there one uh, specific thing or we'll say about the regressive left in general that annoys you the most one specific thing about the regressive left that annoys me the most Ooh, yeah take your pick oh man will yeah, you go first so i can roll this over oh uh, i have to pick one is that a condition of your question um i mean if you have like a top three or top five that's okay oh okay my, my number one is that in the face of evidence, they will give you an emotional argument over and over and over again. And so I'll give them evidence. I'll be like, you know, black people are eight times as likely to make, commit violent crime than white people in this region. And they'll be like, but you're discriminating and get blah, blah, blah. And they'll just keep saying that over and over. I'm like, yeah, but you're not refuting what I'm saying. So what you're saying doesn't matter. But I get this from them all the time. And then the ad hominems come. You know, if I have one more fat feminist tell me that, like, I'm an ugly monster. I'm like, do you even see the hypocrisy, like little Miss Body Positivity, in what you're doing? The hypocrisy. There's a second one. Jay yeah, Fry, no, moved, him, Jay that, that Fry moved himself out. Pick, what a actually. coward, Jay Fry. Get back in here sometime. We'll do it another time. But um, I, I would say the, the what woke me, what made me woke to the regressive left, and why I was like, I can't do this. That uh, I'm, I'm out. Whatever you guys are doing, I'm out. Was the hostility to uh, speech and the hostility to cultural freedom. And yeah. it happened for me about a year ago, specifically when everyone was trying to uh, riot Nicole Arbor off the internet because she made some fat jokes. Um, yeah. No, no. You can like what you like. You don't have to like Nicole Arbor. You don't have to think she's funny. Yeah, just don't watch her. But just you know, don't, you're yeah. not going to mm -hmm. shut her up. And so the hostility to speech is the number one thing that I that I would pick, like the bullying and the the, the insistence on ideological conformity and the silencing of yeah. dissident voices. I can't yeah. stand the other thing. Like through the, emotional the, manipulation tactics. The other, so yeah, and the other thing that that really. I don't know why it just bothers me a lot. It speaks to what you were talking about, about in the face of evidence, they maintain these 
ridiculous positions, but the cultural relativism drives me nuts. And we were talking about it earlier on that stream, but just this idea that like, there's no such thing as a better or worse culture or no such thing as a a more successful or less successful culture. And they're all the same. And it's, it's nonsense. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of evidence to show that Western secular democracy prospers compared to Uh political Islam, let's say. It yeah. doesn't work. Which can um, be measured just based upon the, you know, the amount of human rights the average individual has in these countries. Well, take like, anything. Oh, their economies, their education, so, so their health. Measurable. Yeah. 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 So <sighs> anyway, uh, how about you, man? You got, you got any, what's, what's, what's your big complaint with the. Um, it would have to be the hypocrisy for me in general, because it, especially, I mean, my stance on um, how respectable a certain person or group's argument is, is, the first thing for me is that like you cannot be a hypocrite like as long as you're consistent i can respect you even if it's like to a very small degree but when you contradict yourself when it's convenient for you that's when i just immediately lose right. all yeah. respect for you yeah. the double standards um, and the, the invention exactly. the inventing exactly. of definitions for racism and sexism and mm-hmm. all this stuff yeah it's nonsense oh yeah yeah like when groups like say black lives matter claim they're for equal rights but when they protest they'll constantly shout black power and you know burn yeah. down cities and attack people for being white for being white that is <laughs> but that's the not racist of racism yeah and it, I mean, yeah. and your reaction will always stick in my head, uh, Blonde, when we first watched that Milwaukee footage, because it's exactly what I was feeling, but I didn't say it. And it, when you when we watched that, the targeting of white people for vandalism and violence on the basis of your race, your reaction was, it's the most racist thing I've ever seen. Not even close. Not even yeah. close. And I'm, I've never yeah, seen white people do anything like that before in my I life. I can't think, I mean, never. of course, you know, maybe if we go back and you watch historical footage of some stuff, but just yeah, in but our- Yeah, but you can find a lot of stuff in history to In our time. Like, yeah, in now. our time. Never seen it. Never, never I've seen never seen anything like, yeah. that bad. I mean, yeah. can you um, imagine yeah. if like a black person was getting beat up and like dragged through the streets? Because oh, of yeah, exactly. It'd get way more oh, coverage too. Uh, yeah. Like if, for example, um, you took- like, let's say instead of like Black Lives Matter protesters, it was like the KKK protesting. They were chanting, they were chanting white power. They were, you know, looting stores, burning down gas stations and, you know, attacking people for being black or shouting, you know, all black people are fucking devils. Like the media would be outraged. They'd just be outraged. Everybody would be outraged. And the yeah. average like white person is looking at this and they feel outraged. And then the media is telling us that like our feelings yeah. of outrage are totally yeah. invalid yeah. and that we're <laughs> bad people for feeling this shit. Yeah. This is why Trump is having, you know, such a such a revolution. It's a, re- a revolutionary effect. People mm-hmm. are drawn to it. We don't want to feel guilty for things we're not responsible for when we're not the perpetrators of crime in our own communities and we're still getting blamed for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, any anything else on your mind before we round it out? Um, yes. Uh, do you have any? Um, have you had any uh, family members or close friends who? Um, have been or acted in a similar manner to a social justice warrior or oh yeah my mom says dumb crap all the time (laughs) the other day she was like i'm gonna vote for hillary because i just want to see a woman president in my lifetime i'm like how are we even sharing genetic material but (laughs) you know but i think that like feminism especially because they have a vagina yeah i know i know but i think especially with women like feminism has really we've really been indoctrinated like on a fundamental level and so i get social justice warrior shit from people that are not social justice warriors all yeah. the time and it's little flashes mm. of it you know like oh I, all cultures are the same or oh yeah it's just 
I, th- I think my life would be a lot more hellish if I was in college now or something. I mean, I, yeah. I um, the way my life is now, I have like a, a close circle of friends and, you know, my parents and my girlfriend and, and there's some extended friends that I'll see a few times a year, but really I have like a tight circle and that tight circle is a tight circle for a reason. It's because these people are cool people who are open to ideas and dialogue. And there are times where sometimes it'll even get heated and we have a heated disagreement. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, everyone in my life is kind of committed to the competition of ideas. And ultimately that prevails Mm -hmm. and just being friends. I mean, it's such a shame, big shame of this election cycle is, and you'll hear Dave Rubin talk about it too, because I guess a lot of people email him specifically and are like, I've lost tons of leftist friends because I don't agree with them. And they've axed me from their lives that's not happening to me but by my own admission i've kind of distanced it's not happening to me either but it's only because i've already trimmed all the fat yeah yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm like oh i'm sorry you're so stupid i can't maintain a friendship with you i just don't want to be friends with anybody that's not going to let me say what i'm thinking yeah without huge consequences like when when somebody disagrees with me i'm not immediately like oh this person's a piece of shit yeah But I feel mm-hmm. like that's what I get from the left all the time, you know? Like, oh, yeah. you're a racist. You're a bigot. You're prejudicial. It's like, why? Why does it have to be like that? Can we just disagree? disagrees with me. It's racist. I yeah. Yeah. Ah. It's totally how, true. How about you, man? Have you had uh, tragic loss of friend, of relationships due to politics? Um, or? I, I won't say that I've had tragic um, losses with friends, but I will say that, like, um, my family in general has acted... I. I they have been, um, they have taken similar positions on certain issues to um, SJWs. Like, for example, I'm um, not too long ago, they were comparing Trump to Hitler. Um, <laughs> they're actually, my dad's like in the room right across me. So I'm you're, you're getting so, you're almost <laughs> whispering right now, too. Like, this, I feel like yeah. this is a confessional at this point. <laughs> my, fa- my family compares Trump to Hitler. I need refuge. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, that's why Blonde and I kind of found each other, too, is intellectual yeah. refuge. I mean, mm-hmm. the big part of my YouTube channel, I can't speak for Blonde, but for me, like, this whole project is intellectual refuge and that's why it's so great. That's why I started it because just surrounded by social justice warriors in Seattle all the time. I'm like, I need an outlet for Um, my ideas or I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) Yeah. um, I, one thing that I've noticed is that like, it's really hard to sort of be open-minded politically when you're surrounded by like a family or friends or just a certain, Mm -hmm. a close group of people who acts very SJW. Like, like I, I had this experience with me personally. Um, I really did not care at all for politics, I would say somewhere between six and nine months ago. So hmm. whenever we discussed about politics, I would just sort of regurgitate uh, whatever my family said. So e- even regardless of how ridiculous I think it is now, like, for example, I think um, once my mother was looking at something in the newspaper and I, I don't know if it was like a quote from Trump saying like Islam is the most dangerous religion or something. and then. I remember me saying Christianity kills way more people than Islam. That's so racist. And now that I look back at it, I thought, I think, wow, I was such a fucking idiot. Christianity <laughs> killed way more people in like 1622. Yeah. That, that yeah. is such yeah. a, st- like, how did I? It, well, because we, you know, we, we regurgitate what we're told. And I think all of us before yeah. we had this, you know, before we had this process, uh, we, we did the same thing. I mean, I just, w- I was just spouting like, Keynesian economic theory just because that's what I learned in college up until like two years ago when I was like holy shit this is bullshit Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that's an affliction of millennials I'm sure 
All right. Well, regrettably, I gotta I gotta wind up the show. I okay. got a friend in town I gotta meet with. Speaking of which, hopefully we won't talk politics, and hopefully he won't <laughs> unfriend me or ban me from his life. So mm-hmm. uh, that'll be fun. Uh, hopefully your concerns will not be brought to real life. But um, we appreciate your call and your support for the show oh. and all that. Yeah. Thanks. It was great talking to you. Yeah. Thank have you. a great night. Have a good night. Have a great night. And um, an apology to anyone who didn't make it in tonight. We're doing the best we can to keep it fair. Sorry, and... Jason Fry. I saw it in, in the live chat. He said, that was my one chance and I blew it. Yeah. What the hell? Jay Fry, call in whenever. But I, I do have to get going for now. Um, but uh, we appreciate it. Any, any closing comments uh, on your oh. first call-in show experience? I think these are really fun. So I hope, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> that was fun. People in the live chat keep telling me to show them my dog. Guys, oh, yeah. are you happy? Base Mama. Base Mama's been in the chat. So is Jeff Holiday, guys. Awesome. And Base Mama, I saw, is expecting her sixth baby due Holy in. Holy cow. Place. I know. Good for you. Good for well, that's you. That's good. Baby. We need, we need, um, we need to, we need, you're, you're always putting pressure on me to provide based babies to you should. populate you the homeland. No, base Mama has been covered. Up. No, no. You need to have so, so She's got it on lock for now. I'll, I'll worry about it later. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we'll call it there. Um, so, uh, the deal is these are every Wednesday night guys. So we'll keep them going forward. They're, they're live on YouTube. If you can't catch them live on YouTube, they're posted on the audio platforms of the show on demand. So you can listen back to them if you can't catch them live. So SoundCloud, um, Podbean, iTunes, of course, Stitcher, that's where you find the show and you can listen to them anytime. Um, and I don't know, maybe if people really want them on YouTube, I'll put them there. But for now, that's where you go to get them. Oh, they were talking about your dog. Oh, yeah. Well, I showed my dog last week. You missed it. Anyway, we'll be back for the Sunday Main Show after the debate. After the debate. So it'll be a couple hours late, but we'll break down uh, Trump dominating Hillary, I think. Hopefully. Anyway. Thanks for the live chatters, too. Have a great night.